Hello, welcome to Tales from the Albright, a podcast by the Scranton Public Library. Today we are here with Angela to discuss the fun upcoming children's programs that we will be having this winter, as this is the second to last episode that we will have of Tales from the Albright this year, which is really wild that it's already the end of the year, but here we are, and then the podcast will be back in February. So, Angela, what do we have coming up for the Lackawanna County Children's Library? Thank you so much for having me back. This is really yeah. exciting and very good timing. Our winter weather seems to be here now, so we're going to talk about winter fun. Um, we have a lot of things coming up in December and January. I'm honestly hoping I can keep them all straight. Um, our first big event for the winter is our Polar Express Party, and that's going to be on December 13th at 6 p.m. and this is something that we've done for several years in a row now and it's really fun. We encourage everybody to come in their pajamas and we try to have some fun snacks like hot chocolate, usually some cookies, things like that. Of course we have um, lots of activities to do that night. We make reindeer food and we write letters to Santa Claus and we usually do some kind of Christmassy crafts and of course we hear a reading of the Polar Express. Um, so that's a really fun night and just call to register so that we know how many to plan for. We want to make sure everybody gets yes. everything. Um, we also have in December a movie night on December 28th and that'll also be at 6 p.m. We're going to be watching Frozen because we'll be frozen by then. Yes. <laughs> or at least I will. Yeah. Um, and then our next big activity for December we're going to be starting a creative corner in the back part of our library. We're going to set up things like Legos and Play-Doh and STEM kits, crafts, projects, um, all kinds of different ways for kids to come in and be creative in our space. That's really fun. Yeah, we're really looking forward to that. We have a lot of fun ideas. We've got a few weeks to start working on it. We're going to actually set it up um, the end of December, like right between Christmas and New Year's. So oh, that'll be great. Yeah, we're really excited for that. And along with that, the following week, um, the first week of January, January is going to be a little different. I feel like January is more about bringing back things that we had before COVID. Mm -hmm. It's kind of time to just get them all out again and start living our lives in the children's life. Yeah. <laughs> so that following week, the first week of January, we're going to be bringing back our open play activities, which are all the manipulatives and games and things that kids can just come in and use in the library and play with each other and socialize and have things to do besides reading our amazing books. So I'm very excited for that. That was something that I um, pushed for in the beginning when we first started doing it and then it had to go away for a little while. So I'm very excited to bring that back. I know the kids have a really good time. Mm -hmm. And it teaches so many skills when they get to just come in and, and practice sharing and practice taking turns and practice brainstorming together. So from the early childhood development mm -hmm. perspective, this is one of the best things I think we do is just let them. Yeah. And I imagine together. it helps with um, like dexterity. And Absolutely. The fine motor yes. skills and yep, and the creativity That's of building and planning yes. and creating. So yeah, it's all of those things, mm -hmm. which... I know it sounds a little nerdy, but those are the things that get me excited. So <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that. They're very important. They really and are. And if we can do anything to foster that and let the kids have fun while fostering that, mm -hmm. that's the best I can imagine. So, yeah, we look forward to that. 
and along with Along with those skills for the younger children, we're going to bring back a couple of things for the older kids as well. We're bringing back our game nights. Um, so the first one will be January 5th at 6. Um, and so again, the kids can register to come to our game night and that's always really fun. I think we're probably going to be setting it up a little differently than we have in the past. Um, and that'll be with Miss Aubrey and Miss Jenna. So it'll be a surprise for all of us with how they decide to, to organize it. Um, um, with the game night, what types of games are there? I know we have a lot of board games. I know we have things like Scrabble, um, Operation, Clue, like kind of all the classics is how <laughs> I think of them. And like I said, Aubrey and Jenna, I know, have a lot of surprises up their sleeves as well that I don't even have access yes. to. So. <laughs> so we'll all be surprised, yeah. but I know the basics will be in there as well. Um, and then starting on January 10th, We'll do something um, a little more educational, or at least a little more organized in that way. Um, we're going to start a Common Core math class for families. So children in grades K through 3 can come and their parents can come in with them. And the goal of that class, it's going to be, it's going to run for six weeks. Um, so four weeks in January and then two weeks into February. It'll be Tuesday nights at 6. And the goal is for everyone to just start to feel more comfortable with the way math is currently being taught in schools because it's not the way most of us learned math when we were growing up. Um, it's very different, and it can be very challenging. Mm -hmm. So it's something that I was lucky enough to be in on um, when I was teaching. I don't want to say how many years ago, but <laughs> when it first came out, I was lucky enough. My school was one of the first in our district to start it. And so I got to go be immersed in it for three days and really learn it well. And I just, you know, in my career as a teacher, and then I was a tutor for a while, and even just talking with parents here at the library, it's just, it's uncomfortable for people. It's unfamiliar. It doesn't make sense. And so it's something that's kind of close to my heart because I want to make sure people feel better about it. So we're inviting yeah. children and their parents to come in, and we're going to practice math in a fun way that will hopefully get them to kind of understand a little better what's supposed to be going on in the schools yeah <laughs> so that's I, the goal I feel like math is always one of those subjects that if you're not naturally good at math it's so intimidating and so scary it is. and I am not naturally good at math I've never been a math person and to be honest I'm the only person I know that really enjoys the common core math because it helped me understand math better just I mean having to learn it from the teaching perspective mm -hmm. That helped me a lot, and so that's what I'm hoping to pass on to other grown-ups. <laughs> because if you've only ever learned it one way, it's it's hard to yes. see it a different way. And if you're not a math person, then all the more challenging. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that people will, you know, put their discomfort aside and come and just play and have a good time with yes. it. We're, we're going to make it as fun as we can. Mm -hmm. So that's the goal. Um, and then our next biggest event for January is the Winter Reading Challenge. begins on January 23rd. So we'll have prizes and we'll have activities and, of course, reading lots of books for the Winter Challenge. And that lasts, and that lasts about a month. It ends February 24th. So I think that... I feel like I spoke a mile a minute yeah. there. <laughs> but I think I covered it. <laughs> Yeah, so do you have any recommendations for books, movies, anything that you suggest for kids? Honestly, just in general, I think the more rhyming and rhythm to a book, the better mm -hmm. for their language and reading development. So that's what I tend to look for for story times and 
you know, just when I was reading with my own children when they were small. Um, one, because it just makes it fun for the kids. They mm-hmm. just naturally like anything that feels musical. Um, so rhythm and rhyme. And it also helps with the reading skills because if you see the word bed and you can memorize that, then you can also memorize the color word red. And mm-hmm. Things that go So the more rhyming they see, the, the more capable they are of making those phonetic connections. So... I, those are my recommendations. Mm-hmm. And also, personally, I just like things that feel almost like a fairy tale, that have a little magic or a yeah. little something unexpected, just because that's where the fun is, where the imagination and creativity mm-hmm. come in. So, I don't know if that's too general, yeah. but... <laughs> I'm sure the Children's Library will have displays and everything oh, absolutely. else. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we'll have... We have all of our Christmas and... Um, holiday books coming up soon mm-hmm. um, and then I know we have so many winter stories about building snowmen and going ice skating and all the activities that kids enjoy during the winter time and just the magic of snow there's there's a book I think it's called Snowflake Bentley I think that's the title about the first scientist who ever really looked closely at snowflakes and figured out that they're all unique that each one is different and that's a really cool book i like Mm -hmm. that one does it have the illustrations and photographs of how they're different it does yeah those are always fascinating of this mr Mm -hmm. bentley and it has the photographs of what he saw in the snowflakes and yeah that's a really neat one they're amazing i know i don't like winter and i don't like snow but snowflakes are just cool (laughs) yeah we are definitely going into the season where it's just chilly all the time yeah we are And how can people find out, speaking of the snow, mm-hmm. um, if the library is closed for a day due to the snow? Thank you. In terms of our events and programming, we follow the Scranton School District. So our general rule is if Scranton School District has a morning delay, then we cancel our morning programs because we feel like if it's too dreary to try to get to school, then we don't want you to try to get here mm-hmm. either. We want people to be safe. Um, And then same for if for some reason they're going to be closing school early, then we cancel our afternoon programs for the same reason. If they have a day, a snow day where they're going to be closed all day, our programs will be canceled whether we're here or not. Um, In terms of finding out whether we're open that day or not, um, I would check our Facebook page and our website and even just call the the regular library line. And they're always updated. And then people can always call, too, if they're registered for a program and don't feel safe getting to the library as well. Absolutely. Safety is our biggest concern. So Mm -hmm. if you're registered and and you're concerned about getting here, just give us a call. Let us know it's not going to work for you today. That's fine. Yes. (laughs) We don't ask questions. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you for agreeing to be on here and letting everyone know what's going on at the children's library through the podcast thank you so much we love getting the word out and you know the more kids that we get to come enjoy our space the better if you have any comments questions or suggestions or anything at all for that matter feel free to email me at aloney at albright.org that is a-l-o-n-e-y at albright.org or call the library at 570-348-3000 thank you Mm -hmm.